Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight is Integration Night of Step 12, which is love. And I am excited to be here and to wrap up this last step of our Fearless Generation year and uh, talk about love and all those components that we've talked about this month about not judging and setting boundaries and having self-care and really taking care of ourselves and the importance of that, the importance of filling our cup on a daily basis, the importance of loving ourselves and taking care of ourselves and having that self-love routine so that we can really go out into the world as our best self that we want to present to the world, that we want to be, that we want to show up as, and to really be able to serve those that we love with um, no expectation, no um, no wanting something back, but just pure service, pure love, and um, and really give from from the heart. So we're going to keep talking about those things. Tonight we have um, our co-host, hopefully, will be showing up soon, Terry Sayre, and also our guest coach. They're both running a little bit late tonight, which our guest coach tonight is Trish March, um, as she always is meeting up with us on the fourth Monday of the month. And next Monday, just to give you a heads up, next Monday will be our our wrap-up call of the year. We'll be talking about, um, you know, what we've gained this year, um, how we've um, grown um, with our focus that we had for this year, and, you know, what we're, what we're looking forward to going into the next year, but also just talking about the 12 steps and how this year has expanded our view and um, moved us into um, a new place within those 12 steps and how we look at them, how we use them, how we access them, and um, how we want to move forward doing so. So I'm really looking forward to next, uh, to next week as we cover those, um, those 12 steps uh, again, kind of, you know, a little review of all of them and um, how, we've, how we've moved forward on them this year. So um, this step of 12 is love, and I think it kind of encompasses all of the steps and that it, you access each one of those steps within love. And as you love yourself more, you can move into being more aware, more willing, um, wanting more connection, having more compassion, being um, more willing to surrender to be in the present moment, to look at those possibilities, to have intention, to trust yourself, and to, and to be able to really embrace your passion, not only for life, but for those things that 
fill your cup and make you who you are and uh, fill your life where you're actually living your life and not just, um, you know, going through the motions or on autopilot or um, these other things that we have a tendency to kind of get stuck in, right? But we're actively and mindfully living our lives within those, those passions and we're loving ourselves, loving our fellow man and, and loving uh, our life and how we're showing up and how we um, are progressing on our, on our path and in our process. So Terry is here tonight, uh, or here now on the call. So we want to welcome you, Terry, and thank you. Uh, ask you how you're doing tonight. Well, I was engrossed in Dancing with the Stars, and I let the time get away from me. I'm so sorry. Terry, Terry, Terry. <laughs> well, we are glad to have you on the call now with us. Trish is being a little late as well. Hopefully, she will be joining us soon. And um, just talking about how we're integrating all of those, um, all of the things that we've talked about this month on love and how we can integrate the things that we've talked about this month into our lives and um, all of that. So um, how about you start off with, you know, what is one area that you feel this month that you kind of expanded your view around or um, something to that effect that maybe you hadn't thought about in previous years that we've done the show? Oh, my goodness. That would mean I could remember what I did in previous years. Um, I think one of the things that... (laughs) that I was just talking to one of my clients uh, this evening, as a matter of fact, about, um, you know, how, in fact, I think I saw something on Facebook today, too, about how you don't want to live in the past, you don't want to live in the future, you want to live in the present moment, and you want to be aware and willing to incorporate positive, proactive behaviors in order to first of all, accept and love yourself and then be able to do that for others. And how in our experiences, this this particular client was kind of bemoaning the past and, and letting that create a sense of guilt and shame around the past for her. And I was really asking her about forgiveness and about how that's one of the ways that we really love ourselves and love others is by forgiving and forgetting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that I really was thinking about that because sometimes I'll slip back into thinking, especially I think around being a mother, you know, and maybe a grandmother, but I'm a much better grandmother than I was mother. Um, thinking about mistakes I made or feelings I had or, you know, what did I regrets I may have. And then I stop and think, I was just trying to get my needs met, you know, in the best way I knew how. And it was not until I learned to love myself the same way that God loves me that I was able to then let go of all that guilt and shame and just recognize that if I was acting out of love, self-love, and then turn that into love for others and service to others, that I was doing the best I could. 
and I and that's all that's expected of me because I'm still a recovering perfectionist. And that capacity to to love yourself, forgive yourself, I think that's the part of it that that maybe expanded some this year was what an important gift forgiveness is and how important forgiveness is in order to truly love. Um, because that's that's recognizing that you did the best you could and moving forward from that and not being hung up in the past. And I think that that capacity to forgive oneself really enhances and enlarges the the capacity to love yourself. And as I learned when I started my work in Fearless Living, that until I could open that passageway and that uh, space to love myself, it was really difficult to authentically love other people. It was more a duty than it was love. And so that I really tied forgiveness in with that concept this uh, this past this time that we've gone through it. Awesome. Yeah, I think forgiveness is forgiveness of self, forgiveness of of others is a huge part of of loving yourself. So I want to welcome Trish. Um, we were having some technical difficulties. I wasn't able to see her, and so I couldn't open her mic, but she's been here the whole time trying to talk to us. And so welcome tonight, Chris. <laughs> Hi. Thank you. Ladies, mm-hmm. it's so nice to hear your voices. Yes, it's nice to hear yours. Thanks. So, um, this being our last step of the of the fearless generation year um how um how do you um how do you approach love and um yeah let's just go with that how do you how do you approach love as a um so so i think that you know love is kind of like an umbrella for all these other steps in pathways of change, kind of like what you were saying earlier. But I think what it gives me is that it allows me to be, I don't know, like, well, it really allows me to be open and to be vulnerable and to um, really allow myself to grow and develop and to, you know, step into my wholeness and, you know, allows me, being vulnerable myself allows me to then, or I'm sorry, being, loving myself allows me to then love others more. So the more I encompass Mm -hmm. love, the more I'm able to love others. So I think that's a really important piece for me. The way that I use it with my um, clients, I've really been trying to incorporate the three daily practices. And, you know, for me, the compassion step in that is really all about self-love. I'm learning how to be compassionate and to love yourself. And I think that, the, you know, being honest with yourself and, you know, taking personal responsibility is all part of that love equation as well. <laughs> because the more that you can do that, the more you can be authentic with yourself and, you know, accountable to yourself and to the dreams that you have and to the love. I, I think it just builds a deeper, a deeper practice and understanding of, of what love is and how it encompasses all those other aspects that, that we've covered each month. Um you know, all the about principles for fearless living. Mhm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um the reason why love is last is because 
it really is um, what all of these steps lead to. You know, if you're willing to to take each one of these steps, it's going to get you to a place where you love yourself, you love others, um, you know, um, I don't, cleanly, if that makes sense, um, without expectation, without, you know, wanting something in return. Um, and you're able to start to love your life. Um, and I think that that's, that's necessary to be on a path of freedom um, is to love your life. And I think that when you start to really love your life, that's going to motivate you to continue to step out of your comfort zone and take those risks and continue to be willing, continue to, to access all of these steps so that you continue to love your life. Because I feel like when you love your life, it's really addictive almost because um, it's, it's such a good feeling to really be loving what you're doing, to be really mindful of each choice that you're making and to have that kind of joy from, you know, being really empowered and knowing that you're creating your, your life, you're creating your path, you're, um, you're in control of, of where you're going and, and how you're showing up. Yep, I think that's a great point. I think it's also important to know that, you know, you're not going to love every aspect of your life or every aspect of yourself immediately, right? It's a process. Just like each of oh, these yeah. steps has a process to it, right? So, it's, you know, it's having that, that patience with yourself and, you know, choosing one area and finding what you what you can love about it and starting from there. So it's it's love gives you the opportunity to really expand and grow and you know, the, you know, we live in a society where there's so much judgment and there's so much critique of each other and of ourselves that, you know, loving yourself and loving yourself without judgment and without all the expectations is such a gift that you can give yourself. Um, and people, you know, we don't learn that. So it's, it's going through the steps to really figure out how to do that well and figure out what that means and to, to embrace it so that you can. Um, become a more authentic, more, I don't know, just, um, I think I talked about dynamic people or something last time I was on this call. But just, I mean, that gives you a, a, a footstool into becoming a really expanded person uh, when you can, can find the love in the little things and then, you know, enable that to grow and blossom throughout your life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, life is a process for sure and you're going to start with baby steps and can you know as you continue to take those baby steps then you're going to you're going to get to this this place in areas of your life of course we don't have control over all the areas of our life because they involve other people and we can't control other people right unfortunately but um we can take control of of our part we can take control of how we show up and how we react like um this month i would say the thing that uh has really uh changed for me um from previous uh times of going through the the you know the step step 12 of love because this is our fifth time going through it right 
So I think that the big thing that's different for me is that um, I've been I've been cleaning my house <laughs> like by myself. Um, it doesn't seem to be important to really anyone else in my house, um, and I don't want to show up as always getting on my kids or always, um, you know, having that constant um, bickering and constant, um, you know, angst energy in my house or inside of me, this constant feeling of, of not being supported or um, appreciated or cared about because, um, you know, they're not helping me keep the house clean. And, um, because that's really not why they're not helping. Uh, they just, you know, it's not something that's important to them. And so it's not on their list of priorities. And so, um, I finally decided, you know what, this is important to me. This is something that supports me, something that makes me happy, brings me joy. And so, um, I, with some of their help, they have helped me a bit, but now that, now that, that we're at that kind of maintaining level, I've, I've been somewhat doing that on my own, but it's, it's really empowering to, you know, walk through the house at night, put the toys away, pick up the trash, put the dishes in the dishwasher. And when I wake up in the morning and walk out of my room and, you know, there's nothing on the floor and everything is put away, um, it just makes me feel so good. And um, that has been a huge uh, thing this month that I've done to really love myself in a way that I haven't really been willing to um, previously. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and I've yeah, been – I've been – uh-huh. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that when I think about love and and I think about purpose and, and passion and wholeness, I think of love. Love is a, you know, it can be a verb, but it can also be a state of being. And I think that when you have that as your center and you walk through life and you take up space as love, it brings a sense of calmness to your uh, presence and it allows you to, uh, to listen intently with purpose. It allows you to speak with compassion and acceptance. It allows you to, to be this presence that, that exudes love. And I think that's my goal is to, to be love. Uh, to give love, but to be love, and that's my my uh, my center, and that's something I work towards, and that's in my intentions and in my thoughts and and actions, and the words that I say is to consciously think about: Is this loving? Is this a loving way to approach this situation? Is this a loving way to express your opinion, knowing it's going to differ from the people around you, but can you do that in a way that is loving? And I feel like that that's a a real intention that I've developed throughout the times that we've been talking about love and, and my work in fearless living is 
that we can be love, not just give love, but be love. And that really is the culmination of the 12 steps and, and is to whatever love means to you or whatever, however you choose to show that, be that, that that is the ultimate expression of all the 12 steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel that when you break things down to the, to the, you know, the simplest level, there's fear and there's love. Mm-hmm. So are you, are you in fear or are you in love? And um, I know we talk about freedom and I think love and freedom, you know, they can be interchangeable. And, and I really feel that that when you bring things down to the simplest, simplest form, um, that's really what it comes to. And we talk all about fear and how we can get past that fear. And I think that the best way to do that is to go into a place of love. Yeah, love and love and faith. I think love and faith are very synonymous to me. They really bring me to that place of my wholeness, which is inner joy. And I feel like the more I can be conscious of being loving and being centered on love, I'm less judgmental. I'm more open. I'm more vulnerable. I think Trish mentioned that as well. And it allows me to not doubt myself, but to trust myself. It allows me to be open to possibilities. If you look back at the at the 11 steps preceding this, it really opens me up to expressing and practicing and engaging in those other 11 steps. Yeah, absolutely. So Trish, where, what are you thinking right now? Um, I was just going to say that I think, um, I think this is the last step because there's so much, so many thoughts and feelings that you go through with each of the other steps that you're, you're doing in this process, you know, and, and going through change and, you know, movement and all the, um, just all the different things that are incorporated into the 11 steps prior to this. But I think that if you really end this with love and you just fill yourself with love and, and, you know, couple it with passion and, you know, for Terry, you for, for faith and mine, you know, for me, authenticity and, you know, power. And if you kind of couple your wholeness with love at this point, you know, or interchange them even, you know, it helps you to continue with the change or continue with the movement that you've made um, over the last, you know, 11 steps so that you can continue on with your progress. And you're not going to judge it. You're not going to evaluate. You're not going to have expectations of what that change could be or what the movement is. You're just going to love it. And you're just going to love yourself and allow yourself to flow through that process. So I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, this is like a culmination and it allows you to take that step forward because you're loving yourself enough. You're, you know, loving yourself enough. You're loving others enough and you're inviting love in so that it, you know, allows all these changes to just flow with ease and grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> awesome. You're so awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I think, yeah, I mean, I totally, I totally, um, agree with that because I think it, it wasn't until I really loved myself and truly saw myself as 
um, someone that could be loved that I um, believed that other people loved me, that they weren't, it wasn't pity. It wasn't out of duty. It was um, that they truly did see me and love me before that. Before that, I don't think that I, I really um, believed that. Because yes, I that. If, if I couldn't love me, how could someone else? Because yeah. I knew me more, I knew me better than any of them. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Well, and sometimes you have to find, you have to learn to learn about yourself to really have that love. And I think the 11 steps prior to love, you know, give you good insight into yourself and what your priorities are and what's important to you and where your passion is and where your vulnerability is. So it allows you to be open so that you can love yourself more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we What's are running out of time. Sorry. Sorry, what? I was going to say, what, what tools do you guys to? use for your clients to help them, to help them, you know, focus on love? Do you have any tools or did you guys talk anything about this uh, talk during the month with anyone about tools to use for this? Absolutely. We like to focus on tools. And I think that the number one tool for me to help me love myself more is acknowledgement. Um, because I have a tendency to dismiss, um, a lot of the things that I do, I say, well, I just did that, or I just did this, or I don't even see or recognize that I've done, um, anything, uh, new or beyond my current comfort zone. And so acknowledgements really support me with seeing that and um, acknowledging that I did it. Excellent. That's a great one. Thank you. (laughs) Terry, what do you use when you're with clients? Do you guys talk about Well, I, yeah, I use acknowledgements as well. And I think for uh, a really helpful tool is a daily log. It allows you to be accountable, and I think accountability brings about power and recognition and acknowledging yourself for what you what you do. It also holds you accountable to to doing your best and you know to following through with your intentions and I think that is a really good tool for learning to love yourself because again, at the end of the day it gives you an opportunity to acknowledge acknowledge your awareness, your willingness, you know, the the commitments that you've made and followed through on as well as then formulating your plan for the next day. I think that really helps you to uh feel like you're moving forward and that you're growing and I think just like I feel like learning is the most motivating part of of being a learner as you learn things, I don't think you have to do a lot of fancy motivation. Because learning itself motivates you, and I think success and following through on your commitments is also what propels you to to love and appreciate yourself throughout. You know, as as you move forward. Great, absolutely. Great. What about you, Trish? 
Um, well, I think I, I mentioned earlier the three daily practices, but something I like to do too, just as a, a side thing, is that you know when I'm ever feeling in doubt or I'm you know not feeling love for myself, I try to write down things that I that I like about myself or that I that I've done really well, and so that goes in line with acknowledgement for things that I've done well or things that I feel like I've accomplished. But I think just start coming back to myself to just kind of ground that in and figure out if you know what. What's some things that I like about myself at that point so that I can, or that I love about myself, right? Just to uh-huh. kind of get it, get myself back and grounded in my body and, uh, you know, centered on myself so that I can, you know, yeah. get back in there and, and love again. Yeah. So yeah, that's great. what do you mean by three daily practices for um, listeners who might be new or not familiar with that term? Yeah. I, I, I mentioned it early. So, the first one is compassion, having self-compassion, which I equate to self-love. So those, to me, are interchangeable. So I, um, that's where I'm talking about self-love. And then I feel like, you know, being honest with yourself and holding yourself accountable. So honesty and personal responsibility are step two and three in that. So the three steps are compassion, honesty, and personal responsibility. And I just think that those awesome. allow you to have the freedom to to love because you're you're really focused on everything that you you know you're being honest with yourself you're loving yourself and you're holding yourself accountable for your dreams which I think is really powerful yeah I think that's a great note to end on tonight we thank you Trish for coming um, on the show with us um, every fourth sure. Monday this year we really appreciate all the time that you've uh, devoted to fearless generations and we really appreciate you and all that you bring to the show Thanks so much. I love you. Good. Yeah. And we thank you you listeners for coming back each month. We thank you for this year that you've spent with us. We ask that you continue in this process um, with us as we, um, as we start our new year in October. And um, like I said, at the beginning of the show tomorrow, I mean, next week is going to be kind of a wrap up of the year and we're excited to do that with you. And until then, everyone, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. Fearless. Good night.